right, we are live. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we like to say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord and praise the Lord again. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. And I just pray that we don't take that for granted. And speaking of taking things for granted, I can um, get on myself for a little while. It, and it's always the smallest things. Uh, about a week ago, my toilet handle had broken. Um, it got it had gotten loose somehow. And so I couldn't push the little handle to flush the toilet. I would always have to take the top off and then pull the little lever every time I wanted to flush the toilet. And it wasn't until after my toilet handle broke did I really appreciate having a little the toilet handle to actually flush the toilet. So I, that was one thing that I definitely have taken for granted. And my ceiling fan light, it had gone out and it was a struggle to, it's been a struggle because I can't just walk in my room and flip the light switch up. But I always have to go turn my bathroom light on or turn my lamp on. So it is always little things like that that we definitely take for granted. But hopefully and prayerfully, we don't take for granted the chances that God gives us to get our acts together. So that's, and that's one reason why we get on here week in and week out. So welcome back to Join the Mist of the Storm. And if you're new here, welcome to Join the Mist of the Storm, a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies. As you can see, this is week 55. We're keeping on rolling and we're going to be talking about soul malnutrition. And I don't have anything else to say. I see we have a comment. Blessings and heaven goodness. Blessings. Thank you for tuning in. We definitely hope you enjoy and get something out of tonight's message. It's definitely a good one. So stick around, hang with us, hang in there, and we'll go ahead and get started. Without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks so we can go ahead and get started with tonight's message. Thank you, Melvin, and welcome everyone. As Melvin already said, before we move too far, we always like to start by saying a prayer. So if you are at a place and you can and will bow your heads with us and join in. Heavenly Father, thank you for another opportunity. We always like to start by saying thank you, Lord. We can never say thank you enough. We thank you for how you continue to keep us in your will, how you've continued to guide our feet, how you continue to keep us out of all harm, hurt, and danger. And Lord, we thank you for how you've kept us through sicknesses, through trials, through tribulation, no matter what it is, Lord. We thank you for how you keep reminding us that there is joy in the midst of every storm. So, Lord, we're praying for our loved ones, our family members, our friends. Lord, those that hate us, our enemies. Lord, we're praying that everyone would see the power in your word, that we would all feel the presence of your love, that we would just continue to grow stronger in your will, Lord, and do the things that you're calling for us to do. Lord, we're praying these many blessings in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So tonight, uh, as the title indicates, we're talking about soul malnutrition. And so often we, <laughs> Milton was just talking about it. He was saying how he was hungry. Uh, <laughs> yes, <I am>. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something that we all go through. Um, talking about appreciation, I remember it was a period of my life where I couldn't even feel the sensation of hunger, and it made me appreciate it when I finally did get that sensation back, uh, because it's something that I was taking for granted. Uh, so, but tonight we're talking about soul malnutrition, mal 
malnutrition <laughs> because our body, our physical body gets hungry all the time and we take the necessary measures to feed it. I mean, depending on what it is that you're craving, you'll drive across town. I've done it. You'll drive 15, 20 minutes away, 30 minutes away to get what it is that your body is craving, whether it's ice cream, cookies, uh, your favorite restaurant. But if our soul is not being fed, we won't do what it takes. Um, I, I remember talking to people and they would talk about how far it is away that they'd have to drive to go to church and um, how they would love to have that time off. It's the only time that they can get off. So many excuses we make uh, to not feed our souls, but we want to look at tonight how we need to take care of our soul. And so we'll go ahead and go to the focus verse, but I want to go back to the book of Genesis uh, after we look at that verse. So we'll go to Luke 12 and verse 19 to start things off. All right. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Now, we find here, this is a parable that Jesus tells us about. And we find here that this man is talking to himself. Now, he wasn't crazy, but this is what he was saying within his heart. He's talking to his soul and he says, I have a lot of goods. This is what we're working for all the time. To feed ourselves, to clothe ourselves. We're working for our family, uh, people we care about. We're working to get all these things so that we can take it easy one day. Somebody's working so that they can retire. We come up with so many plans to feed the things the desires, the cares that we have, we work to achieve those. And so this is what this man says. He said, look, I've worked for all these things. Now, one of these good old days, I'm going to take it easy and I'll be happy. That's what we're working towards. But I want to go back to the beginning first before we get too deep into this, this parable. So we'll come back here. But first, we'll go back to the beginning to find out what the soul is. So let's actually go back to Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7, I believe. I want to go back and see what the soul actually is because I was listening to uh, my preacher talk about this and he was talking about how we get it confused because what we just read was some confusion between the man. We'll get back to it, but for now, let's go ahead and read verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. Now, God made us two-part creatures. We are dust from the ground, and he told us we're going back to dust. He told us we would go back to dust when we die. So God formed man from the dust of the ground. All right. And breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Mm -hmm. And man became a living soul. Breathe into man the breath of life. 
and he became a living soul. We are both soul and flesh. And so what we do so often is confuse what our soul needs and what our flesh needs. We feed the flesh all the time. We say, I'm hungry. I got to eat something. We feed that joker every day. We don't skip many meals with the flesh. And if we do so happen to skip a meal, you're going to do some, <laughs> you're going to do some recovery. You're going to make sure you feed him just in case you skip another meal. <laughs> you're going to overeat this time to make up for what you did not eat the last time. So we make sure <laughs> the flesh is, uh, I don't even know how you say it, but the flesh is over, <laughs> is over nutritious. And I know that doesn't even make sense, but that's what we do with our flesh. We give it all the desires that it wants. And we confuse what our soul actually needs for what our flesh wants. That's what happened with Adam and Eve. We're not going to read all of that. But we know that God told them that the day that they eat of the tree, they will surely die. Now, Adam lived to be... Uh, above 900 years old and so he didn't physically die that day but he was separated from God and that's how we've been ever since until Jesus Christ came uh, to bring us back to God but the death that Christ came to save us from because we know I mean we can quote John 3:16 backwards, forwards, upside down. We can quote John 3.16, but he said he wanted to save us so that we wouldn't perish and have eternal life. But we know even with Christ, many Christians die every day. And we will too. So he came to save our soul. He didn't come to save this flesh because he already told us the flesh is going back into the ground from whence it came. So what God came to, excuse me, what Jesus came to do, who is God manifested in the flesh, he came to save our soul so that that your soul wouldn't have to spend eternity away from God. And so we have to feed it, though. We have to work on feeding our soul. That's what we're here for. I'm praying that's what you're here for tonight. Because this is soul talk. This isn't for your flesh. When we begin to get into Bible studies, when we begin to get into talking about God, the first thing that the flesh does, it gets weary. <laughs> it gets ready for bedtime. <laughs> The flesh is ready for you to tuck him in so you can lay down, go to bed, take a nap. That's what the flesh says when you begin to feed your soul. It said, no, sir, I'm ready to go to sleep now. I don't want none of this. <laughs> it's just like those vegetables that you don't like to eat, the fruits that you don't like to eat. 
your body says, I, I don't want that. And so often we listen to the flesh. The flesh controls us so many times. So many times we say, I didn't even want to do that, but I did it. Because the flesh is in control. Why is that? Because we have not fed our soul. The soul needs to be strengthened. Paul tells us in the book of Ephesians, we might go and get it, uh, maybe. But he tells us we need the spirit of God to strengthen the inner man. The inner man is nothing but the soul. Our soul has to be stronger. But the soul is not something we work on. So let's go back now. Uh, we'll go back to Luke. That's Luke 12 and verse 15. We'll go back and get an understanding of what Jesus is telling us here. Let's start at verse 15, actually. And we have another comment. John says, hey, Tony and Melvin. Hello, John. How's Thank you going, for tuning John? in. And uh, all right. So Luke 12 and verse 15. And he said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness. Beware of greed. All right. For a man's life consists not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. That's what the flesh wants. The flesh wants an abundance of things. The soul doesn't need that, though. These two are always at battle. The flesh wants everything it can get. But your soul needs God. It needs the word of God. All right. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, mm -hmm. The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. So we're talking about a rich man. Now, we were talking about greed. We were talking about lusting, having a desire to own everything, to have everything in your possession. Because the flesh is driving you to that. When you see something, you say, I just got to have that. I know I do it when it comes to the ice cream. When it comes to the cookie, the cake, I say, man, my body's saying I need that. I want that, but I don't need it. That's the flesh. So Jesus says the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. He had a lot of things. He was prosperous. He grew a lot of crops. All right. And he thought within himself saying, what shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. He said, I don't even have any room for everything I own. That, but God told us he would pour us out a blessing in which we wouldn't even have room to receive. So this man said, I don't have enough room to take in everything I have. So let's find out what he does. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. He said, I'm rich. I'm going to store my things, and I'll be happy. Then we'll go ahead and read the focus verse. And I will say to my soul. Now he's, think, now he's saying this to his soul because people think all the time, what I'm doing, this is for my soul. I've talked to so many people, and they say, uh-huh. 
whatever it is that they like, they said, it makes my soul happy. But we have gotten confused because it's making our flesh happy. It's not making your soul happy. It's making your flesh happy. We're not feeding our soul. Our soul is malnutrished. It has, it does not have the proper nutrients. Our soul is not being fed. So this man says he's going to lay up these things, all right? So thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. He says, you'll be good for years to come. Just sit back, retire, take it easy, go on vacations, take trips, live your best life, enjoy life to the fullest, have a good time. It's all about having fun. You have done the hard work. Now, this is the blessings of God. This is what he's telling himself, talking to his soul. All right. But God said unto him, but God said, God had to speak, but God said unto him, thou fool, mm -hmm. this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Thou fool, you have to answer for your soul because you have not fed your soul. Uh, God told us in the book of Jeremiah, I think it's verse three, chapter three, verse 15. He told us he would give us pastors according to his own heart who would feed. He would feed us. He would feed the soul with knowledge and understanding. Our soul needs to be fed. But now we find someone here who was rich, who had a good life, who had fed his flesh, but he had not fed his soul. We must feed our souls with the word of God. The Bible tells us that man should not live by bread alone. You must feed it with every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. We need to be fed God's word. Jesus told the uh, Sadducees, he said, you, do, you always err because you don't know the scriptures. Search the scriptures. You don't know the power of God because we have not been fed. We need our souls fed. So tonight it's time to eat. It's time for us to learn of God. So he talks to the man. Read, start over in verse 24 again, Melvin. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? God said to the man, Tonight, this is it. Because you have not fed your soul. You have confused God's will with your own will, with the will of your flesh, with your own desires. So he says, who's going to take all those things that you work so hard for? The government, your family, people you didn't even know that show up to the funeral to take something. So 
But the problem is his soul had been neglected, but he thought everything was fine because he was doing well. Because he had an abundance of things. But Jesus just told us life does not consist of the abundance of things that we possess. That's not what life is about. What we're here to do is to save our soul. Peter told us in Acts chapter 2, he said, save yourselves. We know Jesus came to save us, but there's still some saving we have to do ourselves. We must take in the food. Even uh, tonight, I can give you food. I can put the food on the plate for you, give you a fork, give you water to drink, yet you still have to feed yourself. I won't put it in your mouth for you. I won't chew it for you. I won't swallow it for you. There's still some eating you have to do yourself. So it's upon us to be fed the word of God. That's a choice that we all must make. That's what Bible study is about. Getting proper nutrition from God, being fed his word, having our knowledge open, our understanding. But like I said, as soon as we begin to do this, the flesh take over. You you begin to nod off. <laughs> I've seen people almost fall over. <laughs> Because the flesh begins to take over and say, I don't want you to hear this. The flesh gets in control. But that's why we must fast and pray. So that our soul can be strengthened. That's why we must receive the spirit of Christ so that our soul can be strengthened. That's what Paul told us in Ephesians. All right. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. We're not rich toward God because we have not been fed with his word. So many things we don't know about Christ. And we're not trying to learn them either. We are neglecting our souls. Uh, it tells us, I think it's in the book of Matthew. I think it's Matthew 16. Let's go to Matthew 16. He tells us about losing our soul. Matthew 16 and I think verse 24. Uh, 25. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Mm -hmm. Whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Mm -hmm. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What does it profit? For you to gain all these things and be happy. What does it profit for you to be uh, living your best life? And yet, when God returns, he'll require you to give an answer for why your soul does not have the proper nutrition. Why you have not been fed. 
he's going to ask about the things that he told you to do. Because so often people think it's so important to God about how much money we make. (laughs) The color of your house, how big your bedroom is, what color your car is, how fast can it go? Uh, how many guns do you have in your collection at the house? How many deer have you killed this year? God is not thinking about any of these things. He's wondering, has your soul been fed? Do you have a pure heart? Can you love one another? That's what God is concerned with. But as people, we have gotten confused just like the rich man. We say, I'm already doing the will of God because I'm rich, ain't I? My life is going well. So Jesus said, what does it profit for us to gain the whole world? And yet our soul is still not being fed. All right. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Mm-hmm. For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his fathers with his angels, and sin, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. That's what he did for the rich man. He said, it's time for you to pay up now. You have to give an answer for your soul, for what you have done and what you have not done. And you have not learned about Christ. He wants to feed us because it'll make us stronger. This will make our lives better. Let's pick up that in Ephesians. Uh, It's in Ephesians, uh, I guess, chapter 3. Yeah, 3 and 16. That he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the the inner man. The inner man, the soul. He wants to strengthen us with his spirit, with his word. Strengthen the inner man. That's what food does for us. When we neglect eating, we get weak. We need some energy. People say, I don't have any energy. I'm so tired right now. I feel weak. My blood sugar is low. I'm shaking. But when they receive food, they become strengthened. That's what God's word will do for you. That's what his spirit will do for you. He told us his word is spirit. They're the same thing. He told us it will strengthen you. So, If you find yourself in a place where you have been neglecting the word of God, you've been neglecting Bible study, you've been neglecting so many things that God's calling for, fasting, praying, it's time for us to come back to Christ. It's time for us to get on the right track so that we can properly feed ourselves so that we can be strengthened because as, as God's people, we're facing so many problems. We're facing so many issues that are keeping us up at night. Uh, we're worrying. We're crying. We're 
in so much grief and pain because we have not been strengthened. God wants to help us get over these problems. He told us that Jesus told us that we'll pick that up. Um, if I can remember where it's at, <laughs> uh, it's in Matthew 11. 11 and 28 Jesus wants to strengthen us he wants to help us get through but we must come to him we must be fed sometimes <laughs> the problem with us a lot of times is that there's things that we may need to eat, but because we don't like the way they taste, we said, I'm not eating that. <laughs> we said, no. Sometimes when we have uh, high blood pressure or diabetes or whatever, high cholesterol, whatever kind of uh, issue we have with our bodies, the doctor tells us, hey, you need to incorporate X, Y, Z into your diet. You need to incorporate more fruits, more vegetables, less starches, less fats. You need to do these things. But because we don't like it, we said, no, nah, I'm going to keep eating the way I'm eating. I just don't like the way that tastes. So we carry that same mentality over to God. He tries to feed us with things that we need to hear. But because we say, I just don't want to hear that. <laughs> that sounds negative to me. <laughs> I just don't like the way it hits me. I don't like the way that sounds. It doesn't make me get up and <laughs> jump and shout. So it ain't for me. <laughs> uh, not knowing that we're neglecting our souls. Not knowing that we're missing our vitamins and minerals. We're not recognizing that what God is trying to tell us, it'll strengthen you. It'll make you feel better than you've ever felt in your life. If you would just take what he's trying to give. If you would just eat it. Uh, he was talking to, uh, I can't remember, I think it was... Uh, in the book of Revelations with uh, John, where he gave him the word and he told him to eat it, consume it, take it in, digest it, meditate on it. But we must be willing to receive God's word. We must be willing to not neglect. We need God every day. We need his word every day. Not just Sundays, not just someday, because sometimes we don't even do it on Sundays. Not just once a year, once a month on Easter Sunday. We need God's word every day because how often do you eat physical food? And I <laughs> guarantee you do it every day. Multiple times. I guarantee it. So. Uh, God told us through the mouth of Jeremiah, he said, these pastors, they're going to feed you my word. 
They're going to give you knowledge and understanding. They're going to feed you. But that feeding, it won't be for your flesh. That will be for your soul so that your soul can become strong. So many of us, and, I, and I've done it a lot, a lot of times. I've worked on my flesh. Go to the gym, lift weights, run, do so many things to improve the condition and state of my flesh. But for so many years, I neglected my soul. On the outside, my flesh may have been appearing to look good. But on the inside, my soul is crying out, saying, when will I be fed? I'm almost dead in here, <laughs> dying of malnutrition. I have no energy. I have no strength. I'm on my last leg. My soul was crying out from within me saying, when will you finally help me? So until God opened my eyes to show me that I needed food for my soul. And I had to stop confusing the flesh with the soul because that's what we found the rich man do. He said to his soul, he said, soul, look, you have much goods laid up for you. Be merry. Take ease. Enjoy life. But he didn't realize he was doing all of that for his flesh. That wasn't for his soul. We help our soul by feeding it the word of God. By going to church, attending Bible study, listening to the word of God being told, increasing in knowledge, understanding about the world around you, learning to love thy neighbor as thyself, learning to do all of those things that Christ came here and told us to do. That's how we feed our soul. It has nothing to do with your nice vehicle. It has nothing to do with you getting that new job you've been dying to receive. It has nothing to do with your soul. That makes your flesh happy. So tonight we're talking about how we feed our soul because <laughs> you talk to people and they say, oh, that's good for your soul. I, I need to talk to so-and-so because, man, that person's just good for my soul. They make my soul happy. No, friend. <laughs> God is going to uh, require an answer of your soul one day because the Bible tells us the soul goes back to God that gave it. The body is going back to the ground from whence it came. But our soul is going to have to answer for what we've done here. The rich man wasn't doing folks wrong. He didn't tell us he was doing people wrong. It didn't tell us that he was a mean, rich man. No, he was a nice man. It didn't tell us he was a mean man. But the problem was he still neglected his soul because he was focused on gaining the whole world. And so, so often that's what we're focused on. I know I was. I was focused on Tony. How could Tony prosper? How could Tony 
get all these things so that one day I said the same thing in my heart. I'll take it easy one day. I'll be able to retire. Sit on the front porch and <laughs> recline. <laughs> sit back and I'll be married. I have my nice house, my car, my family will be fine. And I'll just be happy. But little did I know I was neglecting my soul. The very thing that gave me my being, my conscience, the very thing that made me come alive in the first place, my soul. I was neglecting that. Because the soul, we can't see the soul. That's what happens when someone dies, their soul has left that body. We just read it in Genesis earlier. We read it in Genesis. God formed Adam's body first. But his soul was completely separate. So when we die, that soul leaves the body again. Because it wasn't always in the body. The soul. I won't even get into birth. But so, let's go ahead and read uh, Matthew 11 and verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. This is the call that Christ is giving to us. This is for our souls. Because we need help. Our souls are crying out. Uh, I think it was David said in the book of Psalms, his soul was in trouble. And that's the place where we all sit. And so Jesus's response is this. Come unto me, all ye that labor. We doing a whole lot of work, too. That's what the rich man was doing. All kinds of work. We working every day, day and night. Some of us barely sleeping, working so hard to gain things for our flesh. But when will we put in some time for our soul? Jesus says, all right. And I will give you rest. He said he'll give us rest. That's what we need, some rest for our soul. We give the body rest. We give the flesh rest. People say, I'm not doing anything today. We give our flesh rest all the time. Because if we don't take rest uh, voluntarily, the flesh will take rest from you. You can be behind the wheel. It don't care. The flesh said, no, I'm going to sleep. I'm right now, I'm going to sleep. Because you knew I needed sleep in the first place. But because you said no, I'm taking it. So the flesh, it needs rest. Our soul needs rest. But only Christ can give us the true rest that we need. All right. Take my yoke upon you mm -hmm. and learn of me. And learn of me, he said. We need his word. We need to learn of Christ so that our soul can have rest. We're going through so many heartaches. People are heartbroken. I've been heartbroken. But the only thing that's kept me was Christ, was the rest that he's provided for my soul. Learning of him strengthened me. It, it showed me that, look, Tony, 
what you are going through. Somebody else been through this and God helped them because they trusted in him. They were victorious through Christ only, not anything that they did of themselves, but because of the God that they trusted in. So I learned of him and every day from that point, I said, I need to learn more of him because it strengthens me. It makes me someone that I've never been before. It changed me into another man, somebody better than what I was. It improved my cardiovascular system. When we work out, it's to improve us. And so the more I learned of Christ, I got stronger and stronger. When I run and play sports, I'm able, at first, when I first start back doing it, at first I get weary really easy. I get tired. I can't go as far. But the more I do, the better condition I'm in. God, he's no different. When we feed our soul, when we learn of Jesus, when we learn of his goodness, his grace, his mercy, just who he is, we get stronger and stronger. He can take us to higher heights and deeper depths. He can fill so many voids that we have. He can encourage us in the middle of the night when nobody else is around. He can allow us to know that, look, I know you're going through sickness. I know you're going through pain. I know you're going through poverty, but trouble don't last always. But it's only if we take that risk. So many people, I, I, I was talking to um, uh, some friends and they were telling me how uh, they knew people who committed suicides and uh, all these different things. And it's all so sad. But Christ, he wants to give us a rest from all these things. Drugs. So many people right now are hooked on so many things. But Jesus came to give us rest so that you don't have to put yourself through that. Some of those same people, they want to get off but they don't know how their flesh overtakes them. They said, I don't even want to do this, but it's like I have to. And you can see the look in their eyes that they're hurting. Their soul needs rest. That's what Jesus came to do to save us from all these things. He came to give us rest, but we have to learn of him. We have to find out who he really is. He wants us to know more than that. He died on the cross for your sin. It's way more to the story than that. That's just the beginning. There's so much more to find out about Christ. So he says, take his yoke upon him and learn of him. All right. For I am meek and lowly in heart, mm -hmm. and ye shall find rest unto your soul. He said, I'll give you rest for your soul. I'll help you in the midnight hour. I'll help you with everything it is that you need help with. 
But this is for your soul. This ain't for your flesh. The flesh won't like this. People say the truth hurts. <laughs> because it does. When people tell you something, you get offended. Because the truth hurts. But we need the truth. It's not for our flesh. It's for your soul. Jesus said he is the truth. We need him for our souls. So he said he'll give us rest. Read the next verse for us, man. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He'll make things easier on you. He'll make it lighter, a lighter load. He'll take some stress off of you, some anxiety. So many things that we're suffering from every day. But if we would learn of Christ, we can have joy. I, I was, I've actually been really happy uh, to, to learn the difference between joy and happiness. Now, Jesus told us he would give us joy. And it goes with the name of this program, Joy in the Midst of the Storm. What a perfect name. When you understand what joy is, because I didn't even know when I came up with this title or when I got the title from someone else. But joy is a happiness. It's a peace that you have no matter the situation. But now happiness, happiness is something you have as a result of a situation. So if you go outside and it's a gloomy day, you have no happiness. You're sad. You say, man, this is a this ain't a good day. It's been raining all day. My <laughs> shoes got soaked. My socks got soaked. This just ain't a good day. And so you get frustrated. You get upset. But if you have joy, that's a whole different ball game. You can be happy even when your socks are soaked. Even when you're cold. Because you know God is going to bring you through. Because you know God has blessings in store for you. Because you know that Christ is going to give rest to your soul. And one of these good old days, because we talked about it a little last week, he has a body that he's going to put that soul in that you'll never have to experience any of the bad things in life ever again. That's joy. Keeping your mind stayed on Christ. He'll give you joy. He'll give you rest. And so that's what we need is his word. Like I said uh, earlier, he said, we, man shouldn't live by bread alone. We need every word. Let's pull up that verse and, and we'll, we may end it here. I'm not going to say we're going to end it here. <laughs> we may end it here. Four, <laughs> um, isn't it? Uh, Matthew 4. Actually, no, it's in Luke 4 also. 
Which way? Which uh, version? We can, go to, we can go to Luke 4. Luke 4. Alright. One. Uh, verse 4. We'll start at 4. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone. Now he's talking about being fed here. We don't need bread only. That's covering the flesh. We always covering the flesh. We always making sure our flesh has what it needs. You make sure your flesh has a shower, a bath, water, some type of soda, some type of liquid. We make sure that. We make sure the flesh has food. We make sure the flesh has everything it's craving. But we neglect the, the spirit, our soul, all right? But by every word of God. We don't need only food. We don't need to be fed only by food. We need the word of God. And that's what we neglect. Because as soon as we start to hear the word of God, somebody, when they start listening to this broadcast, the flesh said, man, good God, I'm getting tired now. <laughs> Until you click off of this video and then you energize again. You ready to go <laughs> tonight and tomorrow too with no sleep. It's happened to me. I'm in the flesh. It happens to me. I remember, and Melvin can attest to this because he was there. <laughs> I remember it was one night I said, man, I need to do some reading. So we're sitting in the front. On He's on the couch over here. I'm on the other couch to his right side. And I'm sitting there reading. Man, I'm struggling not to fall asleep. <laughs> My flesh has said, no, sir. We don't want to eat this. Not right now, no. My flesh said, I'm tired. And so I remember Melvin was watching a basketball game at the time. <laughs> and so I said, you know what? I'm just going to stop reading for a minute. And I began to look at the TV. And it's like magic. Well, how right up. <laughs> It's like magic. How all of a sudden I was feeling rejuvenated. I was feeling energized. I felt like I never had been tired a day in my life. Yep. And I said, you know what? I'm going right back to reading now because I understand the flesh is trying to win. It's trying to take over. The flesh says, I want to be fed what I want to be fed. I want to be fed this basketball game right now. <laughs> but I knew my soul needed the word of God. And so that's what it's about. It's about learning that. See, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't understand the battle that you have, your soul has with the flesh. Because the rich man, the rich man, he didn't understand. He thought that the abundance of things that he possessed, it was for his soul. But no, friend, the big house the fancy cars, the fancy clothes you desire, it's for your flesh. I hear <laughs> I hear people talk uh, it's a young it's a young person thing. So if anybody older is watching, you may not understand, but they put on a nice outfit 
And they say, oh, that's drip right there. <laughs> they think they're looking good. But that's for the flesh. That has nothing to do with your soul. The soul is invisible. God made us after his image. Invisible. He only made us visible when he put us in a body that we could see. God is a spirit. No man has seen God at any time. That's what the Bible declares. And so it's just like if you don't understand that. It's just like the air around you. You never seen the air. You never seen the air around you. You never seen the wind. But you see it in the form of a tornado because it takes the form of clouds. You see it when you put air in a balloon. It, because if you blow out right now, you take a breath, you blow out, you don't see anything. But you can do that same motion and put it inside of a balloon. You make it visible. And so our soul is the same way. It's invisible, but it's there. It exists. And it needs the proper nutrition. It needs all the vitamins and minerals that the word of God is going to provide it. It needs all of that. So I'm praying that we would not neglect God's word. We need every word. We need all of God's word. Don't be like the rich man and work so hard to gain the whole world, but you neglect your own soul. So we'll end it there. I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, and we'll give you guys opportunities to ask questions because I, I enjoy it. This is what we do it for so that we would all gain an understanding and be fed knowledge, be fed God's word so that we would understand why it is that when you go to church, <laughs> you seem like you get so tired. No, I used to be sleeping in church. I remember growing up, uh, and little of my parents used to make me go to church. I wanted to go to sleep. I wanted to lay down. Oh, they wasn't having it. <laughs> we can now understand it. Once we learn of Christ, once we learn his word, once we learn why it is that the world is the way it is, you won't worry about, man, somebody did so-and-so did me wrong. You won't worry about that if you learn of Christ. He'll take that burden off of you. You won't have to worry about so-and-so said this. It hurt my feeling. God will take that away from you. Because you'll begin to understand he loves you. He's going to take care of you. So-and-so will have to pay for what they did. But it's our job to forgive them. Because if we don't forgive them, you're going to have to pay now. Because God requires your soul to forgive them. That's what he requires. So we must learn all these things so that we can enter into heaven. And we can hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. So I'll make you ruler over many. We have to learn all these things in order to get where it is that we want to go. So 
I appreciate you guys for sticking with us, tuning in so that you can have your soul fed knowledge and understanding. I'm praying that you would consume it, that you would take it to heart, that you would meditate upon these words, that you would continue to uh, allow God to lead you. Allow God to fill you with his spirit, fill you with love, hope, happiness, joy, peace, all the goodness of his spirit. So we appreciate you guys. Uh, and I'll turn it back over to Melvin at this time because I know he has something he wants to say. <laughs> I don't have much <laughs> as always. But um, definitely if you have questions, definitely ask them. Or if you have any comments or anything, if you want to look at scripture, if you want us to dedicate a whole video to a certain topic, we definitely don't mind. We would actually love that. Mm -hmm. Love the interaction. And we love people whose desire is to get their soul fed um, because that's the main goal of what we do here at Joy in the Midst of the Storm. There is a lot of, there are a lot of people out there, you know, preaching the gospel and not even, can't really even blame them to a certain extent because they think they're, they're doing right. You know, they have the right intention, but you definitely have to be a true God sent preacher. And, and Proverbs says, with all thy getting, get an understanding. And what Tony said earlier is always a battle between the flesh and the spirit. Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak because the flesh definitely desires that which is ungodly. When somebody talks about us, our flesh wants to go talk right back about them. We may want to hit them. We may want to bust their windows out. We want to blow their tires. We want to, we want to do so many things. Because I've I've been in these positions before, before I actually started reading. So I definitely can understand. But after reading, after fasting and prayer, all of that stuff definitely gets easier. And we definitely want to thank you guys for sticking through. And especially if you listen through the whole thing. Because we know there are a lot of people out there that say, man, I don't like listening to these dudes. They, they, don't, <laughs> they don't get me out of my seat. They don't have me jumping up and down saying hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it's always it always seemed like something negative, but but it's the truth, and that's definitely not our goal to make people jump up and down. I mean, if they actually understood where we're coming from, it will make them jump up and down. But it's not traditionally what they're used to hearing. What we what we're used to hearing is it's gonna be your year. God's gonna do this for you in thirty min uh, thirty days. You're going to get that big house. You're going to get that big car. <laughs> Just send me $15 a month. Sow this seed. We, we, don't, we don't do any of that because that will, it may, it may make you happy on earth, but what good is that? We just read about the rich man who had a lot of things stored in earth for many years to come, but what is that going to do for your soul? And that's definitely what the flesh desires. <laughs> a lot of people work eight, nine, well, not that many, two, three, four jobs try to satisfy their flesh i heard a saying that say uh, we work so hard to get things that we don't need to try to impress people that don't like us <laughs> why and i know um tony talked about a verse that we can quote forward backwards <laughs> scramble up the words john three sixteen, and i want to talk about another verse that we can quote matthew six thirty three: seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added to us see we can quote that scripture but do we actually know what it means seek ye first the kingdom of god that is nothing but the holy ghost 
with in his righteousness. See, when we want to do things and we the things that we want to do, when they make us happy, we claim that God wants us to do this because it makes us happy. God wants us to be happy, right? That is a huge misconception. Murdering people could make me happy. <laughs> and I could say, well, God wants me to be happy, right? That's what Paul did before he became Paul. Murdering people, thinking he was doing the will of God. And it took Jesus to stop him. <laughs> Pastor said that was the greatest roadblock ever. <laughs> it took him to stop him. Um, and I was just recently listening to that. And um, like I say, a lot of people don't really like listening to what we have to say because it's just the truth. It's not sugarcoated. Um, if you ask us, we'll definitely tell you straight up what it is, straight out of the word of God. It reminds me of a place in Isaiah chapter 30 and 10. <laughs> and they say, don't, don't preach to us the truth. <laughs> Speak to us smooth things. <laughs> we, we, we definitely want to hear we can get into heaven doing whatever in the world we want to do. We, we think we can get into heaven doing things that God said don't do because he knows our heart. And think, yes, God is good. Yes, God shows mercy. But we definitely have to do what he said. We definitely do. So that is just another misconception. And I pray that um, we continue to feed our souls with knowledge and understanding. And that comes definitely from the preacher. How can they hear without a preacher? You definitely need that. And the true God sent preacher. But um, I'm going to leave it there so uh, we see that we really don't have any questions. But I do want to thank the people that commented. Um, Rokasha, hopefully I'm saying that right. John, Crystal, and Emma, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for being with us. Um, we hope you guys got something out of that. And hopefully we'll continue to listen and feed your souls because you are definitely in the minority when it comes to this. Like Tony said earlier, um, whenever you try to Go to church to try to listen to a Bible study. The flesh start tries to take over and say, no, 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 no. This ain't it, chief. This ain't it. Stop. Eject. Go out. Do something. Let's go watch the Super Bowl. Let's go. Let's go do something. Anything but this. Please don't make me do this. <laughs> and I know I'm going to say this wrong. Toss up. Tasha. Tasha. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. So we'll definitely um, end it right there. Um, this is week 55. Um, I almost made it through another month. We started last February, actually. So um, we pray you guys have a blessed, warm, and dry weekend. And we'll definitely see you guys next Thursday at the same time with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. And no, I did not forget. Rejoice in the Lord. Always counted all joy because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimony. So that's it. We're signing off and we'll see you guys next week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. My name is Melvin Corners here along with Minister Tony Banks who brings the word every week. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You should tune in and ask questions or just tell us how you're doing. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic. Rejoice in the Lord always.